Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Deal to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Get some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at Deal to Heal Teas dot myshopify dot com. Hey guys, this is Ernest James, host of the Deal to Heal with E James podcast, and I got a question to ask you: Could you buy me a cheeseburger? Better yet, could you buy me a value meal? Yes. Well, guess what? I don't need a value meal. However, for the cost of a value meal, you can support this podcast to keep us on the air. Just go to Patreon slash Deal to Heal podcast and choose any one of the three tiers that's available. And if you just want to make a one-time donation, go to Cash App and make a donation to dollar sign E. James, the number 418. Make a one-time donation to the Cash App. Or, again, go to Patreon to support this podcast and keep us on the air. Thanks in advance. Be blessed. Welcome to Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. On this podcast... My guest and I will discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can live a life that is happy, healthy, and whole. So I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I am your host, Ernest James, and I believe that everyone can and should live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. And therefore, I'm on a mission to help people to deal, to heal, and to fulfill, to deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and to fulfill your purpose. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. If you haven't already, make sure that you guys listen, like, subscribe, and share to our podcast. Make sure you're uh, following us on uh, YouTube, on Facebook, and um, all of our social media, all of your social media platforms, because we're pretty much on all of them. Look up Deal to Heal with E. James podcast, and you will find us there. Definitely want to get up our, our numbers on YouTube. So please follow us on YouTube. And then don't be, uh, don't keep it to yourself, but uh, share it with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? If you know that you like what you hear, I'm sure you know someone who could use some uplifting and some healing in some different areas. And so, you know, uh, let somebody else know that we're out here. You know what I'm saying? Share the love. Also, uh, I'm going to let you guys know how you can win $100 from the podcast, but you got to stay until the end to get that information. You got to stay to the end of the podcast to find out how you can win $100 uh, from the podcast. Um, so um, next thing I want to talk about is our product of the week. So our product of the week this week is our purpose tea, which can be found at um, Deal to Heal Teas on Shopify. And so it says, uh, purpose, God will, will reveal it. You must fulfill it. Let me see. 
Yep, yep. There it is. Make sure y'all make sure y'all can see it. Uh, if you can't see it, go to Facebook. I mean, go to YouTube. <laughs> you will see it, or just go to deal to heal on Shopify, and you'll see all of our teas, uh, inspirational t shirts that we have there. You know, put some inspiration in your situation, wear inspirational tea, and be inspired all day. So, that's our product of the week, our, our, our teas. Also, our website is up, thedealhealfulfilled.org, which is our company website, which if you go to that website, you will find out more about me uh, as a speaker. Uh, you find more about the po- uh, the podcast and also different products that we have is all there. And also our uh, eBooks by E. James. Our eBooks is up. The website for our eBooks is up. If you go there, we have three eBooks that's available right now. Um, so you can go there and check those out. Uh, so that's our product of the week and our websites. So um, I guess we can jump right in this thing today. Just like any other day, we are blessed with the guest, Mr. Anthony Bullock. How are you doing? I am good, brother. How you doing, man? I am good. I am good. First of all, let me say thank you for being here because you could have been doing anything else. Uh, but you're here with me and my listeners, and I definitely appreciate it. So I want you to know that up front. So I, know, I appreciate you for having me, brother. No problem, no problem. So, from a uh, previous uh, previous conversation that we already had off air, uh, I know that you are girl dad, and so yes, just sir. like any other time when I have a girl dad on, I have to ask you my two favorite questions: What does it mean to you to be a girl dad, and then what is something that your daughter has taught you? Well, first off, man, to be honest with you, it means everything to me, right? Because I take pride in taking care of the women in my life, right? And so I get to show my daughter how I feel like she should be treated as a woman, right? Like I get that honor and that privilege to show her how she should be treated by a man or anybody else in this world. Like that's the most important thing to me. It means everything to me. And what has she taught me? Man, I mean, outside of patience, (laughs) right? (laughs) Uh, She's taught me really that, you know, even after hitting a rock bottom, you can still overcome a challenge. And she taught me that, you know, at a young age. Um, when she went through a situation and she had to she had to find some ways to get through it on her own, really. Right. It was a, it was a lot of internal stuff that she was dealing with um, that she had to, you know, with support as well. But, you know, she had to she had to mentally over, you know, overcome those things. So she's taught me how to bounce back. All right. All right. So so now we get uh, into the regular uh, <laughs> the regular meets of the podcast. So do me a favor, introduce yourself uh, to my listeners and tell us who you are and what it is that you do. All right. So my name is Anthony Bullock. I am a resilient speaker to college athletes and high school students, and I talk about resilience and mental health to them. All right. All right. So, Anthony, uh, one thing I know, um, you know, when we have us who are in this field of of speaking and motivation and things of that, there's a story behind who we are today. You know, we weren't always the version of ourselves, you know, that we present to our audience. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? There was a story behind how we got to this point. So who was Anthony before Anthony became, you know, the speaker that you are today? Before I was a speaker today, I was the college student the college athlete, the software developer, the database administrator, like that was my life before me being a speaker. Um, prior to prior to me actually going on to this journey, I was a career man. And I really always wanted to speak, but I didn't think that I had a story. 
right? I didn't think that I had a story that anybody would want to listen to. And so in my mind, I was like, if I don't have a story to tell anybody, nobody's going to listen. You know, they're not going to have, uh, they're not going to get anything from me. So I, I really pushed it off for a long time. And then I had a, a tragic accident, man. That, that changed everything. Okay. Okay. Well, you want to tell us a little bit about that whole journey with the accident and, and how that kind of changed you into, to make you take that leap? Okay, cool. So what happened was um, I was in a major role of a car accident and I rolled over on the highway. I flipped over a guardrail. Uh, mm -hmm. Cops found me uh, outside of my vehicle. Uh, according to police reports, I was outside in the cold for two hours before anybody even found me. Uh, the next day, the next day I woke up in the hospital uh, surrounded by doctors and my mom. And my mom asked me if I knew where I was. You know, the, I couldn't speak. I had tubes going down my throat. I was strapped down to the bed. And so the only reason, the only way I could tell her no was like by moving my eyes from left to right. And so she told me at that time, she said, you were in a major role in a car accident and you're in the hospital. And then shortly after that, I remember the doctors walked into the office and they had told me that I had broken my neck, my back, my face, ribs, skull, and shoulder. And so you can imagine, you know, like exactly what that might have done to me, right? Like, one, I couldn't talk and I couldn't express myself and I just had tears coming down my eyes. But it was like, yo, you know, what? what's next? Like, if you tell me I can't walk, like, what am I going to do? You know, I, I'm not thinking about the possibilities that, you know, in that in that very moment. I'm thinking about this. My life is about to be over. You know what I mean? Like, I have nothing else to give if I can't walk. Right. Like I took I took I took it for granted for so long. Now I can't do it. Right. So. Three days later, you know, God, I was blessed. I was extremely blessed. Three days later, I was up and walking. And on the fifth day, I was released from the hospital. Mm. But there's not a single day where I don't feel some kind of pain from that accident. Right. Like my shoulder still hurt today. My back still hurts today. Right. But it just reminds me every day that, you know, Things could have been a lot different. And I really had to pay, I really had to start being grateful for the opportunities that I have and taking advantage of, you know, every opportunity that I have. I've always been a positive dude. I've always been a goofy guy. But, you know, after the accident, I guarantee you'll never see me have a bad day. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I didn't have a story then. God gave me one now. So here we are today. Yeah, yeah, and I want to I want to talk a little bit about that. You know, not not having a story because I think um, I think we all have a story, mm -hmm. but I think one of the things that that uh, a lot of us who may not necessarily have a hardship story, you know what I mean, don't feel like we got nothing to speak on, right? And so even with myself, one of the journeys that I had to go through is um, so I had some failures early on, early mm -hmm. in the early part of my life. Right. And so after I was able to bounce back and get on the right track, then I was like full speed ahead. So I became the, the good student, the auto roll student, you know, uh, the mm -hmm. good son, so to speak, you know, right. doing everything right because I had already felt failure before and I didn't want no more mm -hmm. of that. You know, and so as I got older, you know, I, I always kind of thought things through and made the right decisions, you know. So but what that happened, what happened with that, with my friends and even my family that you know, who hadn't had a taste of failure as early as I did, mm -hmm. they were making poor decisions and things like that, you know, in their teenage years and things like that. 
And so they would look at me, and when I tried to tell them, like, hey, you shouldn't do that, you should do this, then it was like, oh, well, you're the good one. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't right, never did nothing right. wrong. So it was like as if because I made the right decisions that now I'm like some kind of like, – like my decisions don't have as much weight because I haven't been through what you've been through. You know what I mean? Right. And so that's one of the things I have to tell people. Like, no, number one, don't be weary and well-doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're doing what's right, keep doing what's right, you know, because a person is going to find something to say. If you do everything that's right, they're going to say you ain't doing enough wrong. If you do everything that's wrong, they're going to say you ain't doing enough right. right. You know what I mean? So if they're right. an excuse, they're going to find an excuse. You Everybody know what I mean? Awesome. Yeah. And so it's like, don't allow people, you know, to uh, belittle you for doing what's right, you know, or make you feel some type of way because they chose the hard road. You know, right. oh man, I've been locked right. up and I've been this and I've been that, and, and you ain't been through none of that, so you can't tell me nothing. Yes, I can. I can tell you how to make decisions so you don't have to go there. <laughs> right, so you don't go back. Right, you know, <laughs> I always say, like, even with some of my homies who, who have been through some things, you know, I would say, look, we grew up on the same block, with the mm -hmm. same street, we had the same choices. You just chose to make that choice, you know, yeah. and I just, and I chose to make a different choice. So don't try to look down on me because I chose not to have hardships. I mean, life was hard enough, you know, right. without choosing, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying, to put some other things up on us. And so I wanted to just want to address that because sometimes, you know, we don't feel like we have some, some, you know, some people don't feel like they have something to say, but I think we all have something to say, even yeah, if you really. always, you know, have been the, made the right decisions. Well, you can teach me how to make right decisions. You know right. what I mean? You don't right. necessarily right. have to have a hardship to have to be able to teach somebody something, you know what I mean? But so I just wanted to address that. But even with, with your situation, because coming from that, feeling like you didn't have a story, you know, <laughs> I don't know, I don't want to say that God answered your prayer, like, okay, let me give you a story. Right. But you know, you do have a story now, mm -hmm. you know. And so even coming out of that, then you know, I know that when we start making our, our choices and we start changing it, like, you know what, I'm going to choose to be better. You know, sometimes we have to look beyond ourselves. You know what oh, I'm saying? Absolutely. Because, you know, even with your situation, especially being now you don't know if you can walk or you will you be able to walk again and things like that. You know, sometimes we can't necessarily focus on ourselves, but we got to find something or someone to live for, you know? Absolutely. So in, in your situation where you was at, you know, and it could have could have been, you know, your own future. You're thinking about that. But what was the one thing that, you know, or the things that mm -hmm. kind of got you through? Like, you know what? I got to push through because, you know, maybe it's my mom. Maybe it's, you know, just the future that I know that I'm I have still in store. Like, what was that thing that kind of helped you get to that point? And if somebody else is in that same place or something like that, mm -hmm. you know, how would you advise them to try to find, you know, that that cause or that thing for them to push forward to so so i'm gonna give you two different things one it was the first day that i got back from the hospital right and i remember we uh my, my mom and my dad they helped me walk into the uh into the house i sat in the chair and my dad said i had a box out on the front patio right now remember i had the neck brace in so i couldn't really turn my head or anything i'm looking forward and i said okay pop like bring it in and he opened the box and the things that he started to pull out made me cry instantly right and i got some of them right here right but he pulled out these canvas pictures 
and I had me and my son. I had pictures of my son. I had pictures of me and my daughter, right? And I immediately started crying because I realized that had I not made it out of the accident, I would have left them with nothing, right? Not a business, not any, not, not a 401k, not any real estate, not any wealth, like nothing. And that's what kind of hit me and smacked me in the face at that moment. And I was like, wow, like to sit back in that moment and realize and think about somebody else. Like I wasn't even concerned about me, right? Like it was just, my son was just turning one. Literally, he, what? I was released from the hospital three days before he turned one. My daughter, who was 13 at the time, or excuse me, 11 at the time, right? She counting on me. Mm-hmm. And I would have left them with nothing. So that was, that was you know, really one of the biggest things that, that kind of hit me. But the other thing was, uh, I remember coming in, and I used to coach my son and my, uh, excuse me, not my son, my daughter and my niece uh, in volleyball, right? And I remember... We had there was a game, <laughs> there was a game that was coming up on on Saturday. I got back to the house on I want to say Thursday or Friday, either way. So I got back to the house and I told my mom. I said I said I need to get up to the game tomorrow or Saturday. I said I need to get up to the game and she would say AJ. I don't I don't you know she calls me AJ Anthony Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ, I don't know if that's a good idea. She's like you just had an accident. You really need to be resting. I'm like no. No, like I need to go up there. I need you to take me up there on Saturday. And I remember she said, I don't think it's a good idea. Let's wait for a day. Let's see how you feel in the morning. If you feel, if you know, you feel okay, we'll get you up there. And so we got up there. I wasn't looking for any, any type of acknowledgement. I went up there and as I walked into the gym, they stopped the game, right? I was walking in with a cane. I still had my neck brace on everything. They stopped the game. And I remember everybody standing up and clapping. And I remember later on, my mom had said, she said, you know, a couple of weeks later, she said, why was it so important for you to get there? Like, why did you feel like you had to get up to the game? Like, I don't understand. You're going through all this pain. You're in a situation that you, you know, we wish you hadn't been in. What, what pushed you to go up to the game? And I was like, you know, somebody in the stands needed to see me going through what I was going, what I was going through and see that they can pull through. Right. Somebody needed to see me in my situation and look back at their situation and say, okay, it could have been worse for me, but I'm here. Mm -hmm. I can keep moving forward. And I told her it wasn't about me. You know what I mean? Like I realized that things happen to you to bless somebody else. Right. Right. And it, it wasn't until I realized that where now I can sit here and I can, I can tell my story. I can be vulnerable about the things that happened to me in my past. You know, as a college athlete at the age of 19, I was in the room cutting myself across my chest because I was dealing with things. I'm okay with telling that story because I know it's going to save somebody else's life, right? It's, it's those kind of things that, that that push me in the direction that I go now because it's not about me anymore, right? And so what I would recommend to anybody else who, you know, is trying to figure that out, you might not have anybody, right, in your immediate family or in your immediate circle, right? And that's that's the challenge. That's where it gets really tough when you don't have somebody that's right next to you. You might not, you might not, uh, you might not be close to your mom or your dad, right? You might not be close to your to your sister. You not, you might not have kids or a wife or or anything, right? But who do you go to? There's somebody in your community that needs you. Mm-hmm. There's somebody that's gonna look up to you. You just haven't found that person yet. And so I would recommend to volunteer in areas that you're passionate about, right? Like if you like sports, coach. 
right? Like, like that's what I did. I love coaching. I haven't coached in a few years, but that is sports is my passion. So I go, I follow that, which is why I talk to college athletes, right? <laughs> I follow that passion. Find what you're passionate about and save somebody else in your community because there's somebody that's looking up to you that you don't even know yet. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, so that's why with me, because so what, what we're talking about is finding that why, right? Mm-hmm. Finding that reason why you push for it, right? And so when, I, when I'm talking to people about it, I always say, you know, look for the person or the purpose. Because like you said, you might not always have a, a person you know what I mean? But you can always have a purpose. So if right. you can attach yourself to a purpose, you know, that's bigger than you. Like you said, somebody was in the audience that needed to see you going through. Right. And, uh, and another thing that I that I teach is when people ask, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? And I say, well, I think sometimes bad things happen to good people to let good people know that they can make it through bad things. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, you know, you think like, you know, I'm a good person. I'm doing everything right. And then you get hit with a hardship and you don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? And like we were talking about earlier, you know, those people who have a story, quote unquote, has already been through some things. So maybe they're like, oh, I know I can make it through because I made it through this and this or that. But if you're a good person and you've made the right decisions, you made the right choices, and then all of a sudden you get hit out of left field, it's like, oh, my God, why did this happen to me? I didn't do nothing wrong. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so sometimes we, as those of us who who may be the person that's done everything right, you know, are faced with a hardship just so we can be an example to the other people that's trying to live right that, unfortunately, we get hit with hardships too. But even when we get hit with a hardship, we still can make it just like the person that's been, you know, who may have been through several hardships and then build up enough, you know, fortitude to know, okay, I know I can get over the next thing. This may be our, our first thing that we've had to deal with that we felt like we couldn't handle. Mm-hmm. But now, because I've seen you come in and you walk in that gym, you know what I'm saying? You're yep. a good person and, and just unfortunate something happened to you. But then you still getting up and moving. And I'm like, you know what? If he can do it, I can do it, too. Right, you know. Right. And so sometimes, unfortunately, we have to be the example, you know, to the other good people that, you know what, you can make it through, too. You don't necessarily have to you know, have hardship after hardship to build up your, you know, fortitude to say, okay, I can make it through. But just knowing that, okay, if I seen somebody else who's on the same track as me, who's on the same, you know, lifestyle as me, trying to live right, trying to make the right decisions, you know what I mean? And they still get hit with hardship, but then they still got back up, then I can do it too, you know? And so I definitely like to, you know, point that out that, you know, sometimes that's just what it is. You know, sometimes, you know, the Bible says it rains on the just as well as the unjust. Yep. And so sometimes the just ain't, we just ain't got no umbrella. You know what I mean? Hey, and it's funny. Sometimes it just rains. Yeah. Like, like to be real, like sometimes, you know, things just happen. And a lot of times we try to find out, you know, we try to attach everything to a reason. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we, we always try to say, okay, why did this happen to me? Right. And sometimes there's no reason. Sometimes it will, let's put it like this, sometimes there's no good reason, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? And it's kind of like in, in those moments, right? So so say you've always made the right decision, right? You've never done anything wrong. You've gone through something. Like your life has not been 100% clean where you never had a struggle or, or a tribulation that you had to get through, right? right? And the thing is, 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 it's harder for younger kids, right? 
but it should be easier for adults to draw from those experiences from our past to say, you know what? I remember when, when this happened, I'm going to be all right. I just got to do X, Y, and Z, boom, 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 make some moves and I'll be okay. Right. But for a child, it's a little bit more difficult because they don't have the experiences to necessarily draw from. Right. Right. But as an adult, it's still hard not to, not to take it away because some people have had easier lives than others and that's nobody's fault. Right. Yeah. Families were set up differently, made different moves to set them up. I ain't mad at it. The thing is, is that when you go, when a person who has, who has had nothing, it has more to draw on and can pull from an experience to come out of it faster than somebody can potentially than somebody who's had it easy. But it doesn't mean that the person who's had it easy can't pull it through or can't find inspiration in somebody else. Right. Right. As you were saying, right, the person in the stands looking at me saying, okay, life can be, life can be, you know, difficult. I'm not going through that. Thank God. But if he can do it, I can do it. If he can, if he can get up every day and, and come in here to this gym for a volleyball game that he's not even coaching in, right? If he can do that, I can wake up every day and keep trying to push harder. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's just how I look at it. Right, right. So, so let, let's talk, let's talk a little bit about that, you know, um, creating that, that shift. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. From from because I, I see like your shirt, you got your, your resilient shirt on. You know what Sweet. I mean? So for someone who's who's finding themselves, you know, maybe they're in a hardship or something or dealing with something right now, you know, and their mind is not quite there. You know, let's talk mm-hmm. talk to us a little bit about that, you know, creating that mind shift to go from, you know, I don't know what to do to kind of okay, I'm getting the understanding of you know, things yeah. just to like the process, you know, cause I'm sure like, you know, with what you've been through, you've had, you had a, a process that you had to go through in order to become, you know, more resilient yourself. So if someone's kind of finding themselves in that place, you know, talk to us a little bit about how to, to kind of make those changes. So, so the example that I give when I'm giving uh, speeches, right. Is <laughs> I give the example of me being in, in the desert or the jungle with my daughter and my son. Right. And I tell them that if I see a lion that makes eye contact with me, right? Like, boom, <laughs> we make eye contact. I'm going to pee a little bit and I'm going to run, right? <laughs> right? Like, I'm going to try to get out of there, right? But on the flip side of that, right, that's that fight or flight, right? Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, though, if I'm with my son and my daughter and a lion looks at my kids, totally different mindset you know what i mean like it's not about me and i gotta save my baby so i'm not thinking about running i'm gonna take on this line as best as i can you saw a beast <laughs> i don't know if you saw a beast for Idris Alba, but yo like that's what that's just the that's just the mindset that you have to have but if you don't want to think about the 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 example right if you're, if you're trying to pull from something else ask your ask yourself the question of what if like, what if you can pull this off? Like, if you can get through this, if you can get through this situation, right? How could this change your life? How could this change somebody else's life? How could this change your legacy? How could this impact your community? Right? Like when you start asking yourself, like the what if, that changes the dynamic of the entire situation because now you're not looking at the problem, you're looking at solutions. Right? You're saying, okay. What if I can pull this off? What do I need to do to get there? Versus, man, this always happens to me. Like something is always happening. I can't, I can't get through it. I can't catch a break. 
right? When you start saying things like that, when you don't make, or when you start saying those, those negative statements, that's exactly what you get versus thinking about possibilities and saying that, you know what, I might be going through a, through a situation right now, but I'm going to get through it. I'm just going through a phase right now. I'm going to transition, right? It's the little things that you say to yourself, that internal dialogue that is so important that's going to help you make a shift out of a problem. Like, and it's crazy because I remember even, even – um, Early on, at a younger age, when I was playing baseball, I say early age, ooh, I'm aging myself. I was 19, <laughs> right? I was 19, but I remember saying that nobody loves me. I remember saying that nobody cares about me. My family would be better off if I wasn't here. Like, I remember saying all of those things. And then I remember one day looking at my daughter and saying that she loves me. I remember looking at her and saying, she cares about me. She needs me. The dialogue, it, I, I can't express enough how much that changed my life and what that made me start to think because I went back to school, right? I was in the military, right? I started having bigger dreams. I started thinking about things that I never thought of before, right? And it was all about what if I can do this? What can it do? And I think that's the most important thing. Like just being able to have a conversation with yourself sometimes and just being able to say, you know, or think about what can happen if you get through it. Once you start doing that, man, I, I really think that's when the shift happens. You know, there's no, there's no set process. There's no, you know, set one, two, three, and four. I think if you just ask yourself the question and start thinking about possibilities, that's when everything follows. Yeah, I, I think that's big. And the, and I think that, you know, even with asking those questions and starting to ask yourself questions, um, that's one of the things that I, I've learned, especially in this uh, journey with with self-development and things like that, is it's the questions that you ask yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times um, just looking on a, on a situation that says, you know, oh, oh I can't do that. And it says, well, if you change the language, just change the language opens up the possibility. So instead of saying, I can't do it, start saying, how can I do it? Then that right. opens up your mind to automatically start thinking of ways to be able to do what you're, what you're trying to do. You know, and, and it's like having that same question or not the same question, but a different question of, you know, a lot of people go through things and they say, why me? You know, but then we look at it on the, on the other side of, well, why not me? You know, right. why, why not? me being able to take on this this uh challenge you know so now i can be uh an example to those around me i can be an example to my to my child you know and things like that so a lot of times we just have to change those courses around and and again like you said start asking those questions to yourself and it, it changes your whole mindset and you know by asking open-ended questions it allows you to start thinking allows your brain to start you know, being more creative and getting to that point where you're like, you know what, I can do something different. Mm -hmm. You know, I can make a change. And one of the things that you talked about um, just briefly, you mentioned about, you know, looking at your daughter and be like, you know what, my daughter loves me, you know, and, and I definitely resonate with that. And I've, and I've told this story uh, on a podcast before about my own uh, depression and, and having suicidal thoughts and things like that. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things I had to do. I had to change my focus because I was focusing on myself 
and I couldn't do anything about the things I was going through. You know, right. I was going through debt. I was going through a divorce. You know, my mom had passed away. I, I though, all of those things was out of my control. You know, yep. and so what I had to do, I had to take the focus off of me and and focus on my daughter. My daughter was um, about seven around that time, and I was mm-hmm. like, you know, if I'm not here, what's gonna happen to her? You know what right. I mean? And so that became my focus, and, and that became my why, as we talked about earlier. You know, with That's that, with that that person or that purpose, you know, that you just grab onto and say, if, if for no other reason, I'm gonna hold on because of this, you know, I'm gonna hold on because of this person, or I'm gonna hold on because of this purpose that mm-hmm. I want to see come to fruition, that I want to see do better, you know, and I know that I can help it happen, you know, with me being here. And so that definitely became my thing with my daughter, you know, was like, I got to stay here for her. If for no yeah. other reason, you know, maybe things for myself is not going right. You know, maybe, you know, I'm in some situations that I can't change and, you know, I'm feeling bad about it, but what I can change, what I can do is just be here for her, you know, until mm-hmm. things turn around for me, but I can take the focus off me and put it on her. And then right. that way I'm able to get out of it. And so I, I definitely uh, resonate with that, you know, with you, you know, mm-hmm. changing that focus. So, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about, because you, you mentioned that uh, about you speaking, you know, to the to the high school kids and, and the colleges, mm-hmm. you know, how long have you been speaking and, you know, what has kind of been that journey, you know, getting into that space and now being able to share your story, you know, from a stage and, and resonate with your audience? Right. So <laughs> it started in, my accident was in 2020, uh, February 29th, actually. Right. So I don't even get to have an anniversary until next year. <laughs> right. But it happened then. And I remember it was probably about. It was around May, around May. And I remember saying, you know, I want it. I want to speak. Right. Like I, I have I have a story. Right. Like people people would like this, this the story of adversity, of overcoming adversity. Right. And so I, I remember sitting back and I was like, look. I said, God, if this is what you want me to do, if this is the if this is the path that I'm supposed to I'm supposed to go down, I said I'm going to join Toastmasters. I'm going to join the international speech competition. Take me where you think I deserve to be. Right, and that first year I went all the way to district. I won district. I made it to quarterfinals, but then I lost in quarterfinals. And at that moment, it was in it was in April of no, excuse me, August of 2021, when I found out that I didn't make it uh, to semifinals. And I said, I said, God, this is if this is it. You just showed me, right? Like if I had any doubt, you just confirmed that I'm supposed to be here, because I didn't think that I was good enough to speak, right? I didn't have any like formal training prior to that. It was just me getting up on stage, you know, and sharing my story. And so the journey really started there. The journey started in Toastmasters. And I'm still in Toastmasters today. I'm I'm actually competing this year also. So, so, and it's something because I feel like that's practice, right? And I do it for free, right? I don't get, there's not a, a monetary prize at the end of it. I do it because a couple of reasons, but I only list a couple. I do it because somebody can always benefit from my story. That's number one. Not about me, somebody else. 
right? The other reason is because I'm passionate about being around people, right? Like, I, I don't know if you've heard the disc assessment, but I'm a high eye, mm-hmm. right? Very, very, I'm very influential, right? Like I, I love, I get energy from being around people. So it gives me, it gives me my, my energy, my, it fills my battery up, right? But the other thing that it does is that it shows me that I can be just as passionate for free, just as passionate as I am for a fee, mm-hmm. right? And that's when I, that, that's kind of where it all shifted for me a little bit more was I enjoy doing it, period. That, that little like tweak in my mindset, it gave me the ammo to speak, to go and talk to, to principals about me sharing my story. It gave me the ammo to go and talk to these college um, uh, facilitators or, or staff staff members about sharing my story. Once again, because it's not about me, it's easier for me to talk to somebody else about what I can, what, what value I can bring to them, right? So now, now here we are three years in the game, <laughs> three years in the game and I've talked to probably about 20, no, I'd say roughly between 10 to 15,000 kids, mm. right? Coming from the guy who didn't think he had a story. Right, right. right? <laughs> Coming from the guy who wasn't sure if this is what he should be doing at first, right? And it was, you know, going back to the conversation a little bit further, you know, we were talking about having the story before you think you have a story, mm-hmm. right? People could have heard about my story and me cutting myself and could have benefited from hearing how I overcame that, right? I don't. I didn't think I was a good dad for a long time. To a point where I had to apologize to my daughter and she didn't think anything was wrong, but because I felt it internally, I mm-hmm. felt the need to apologize. Fathers can benefit from that. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about who I could help. I was thinking about me. And so if anybody wants to go and speak right to, to any, you know, I don't want to say to any audience, Think about the problems that you already have right now or that you have gotten through. Right. And the ones that make you the most nervous to talk about. Right. Because those are the, those are those are the ones that are life changing. Right. The ones where you feel really uncomfortable about sharing with other people because you feel like it makes you look weak. That's where you want to. As hard as it may be, that's kind of where you want to dig in and, and really kind of make things shift for yourself. But yeah, that's kind of the journey for me, brother. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I want to just hit on two things that you said. One one thing, you know, uh, on on the podcast on previous uh, episodes, that was one of the things that we did talk about uh, with me and some of the other guests that I had on was about that um, the fathers and, and getting that forgiveness piece. You know, um, one of my, you know, we make clips of, the, of different videos. So one of my videos, uh, one of my highest watched videos on YouTube is a clip of one of my guests who was a father who was talking about going to his daughters and asking for forgiveness, you know, for some things, you know. And and like you said, that's definitely something that we can learn, you know, from those things as, as men, you know, we have a story to tell. And I, and I think that as we begin to open up 
and be open about our situation, the things that we've been through, and you know, even some of our trials and the way that we right. look at things mm-hmm. as fathers, as men, to be vulnerable and say, you know what, I, I messed up in some of these cases. You know, um, definitely we we you know we opened up the door for all of us to grow. You know, right. uh, not just as as men, but as fathers, as brothers, as husbands. You know what I mean? It, it just opened up a whole a whole door for us. Um, the other thing that I, I I wanted to I want to mention about you know when we step out out of ourselves, you know, once we get to get our minds off of, of what we've been through, there's so much that we can do to benefit others. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even on this on this journey, one of the one of the uh, one of the uh, uh, um, workshops that I was a part of not too long ago mm-hmm. as a speaker, and the, and the teacher was like, you know what? Actually, sit down. And write out all the things that you've been through, right? And then you will see how your life can relate to so many things. And I'm 46, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when I sat down and started writing, it was so funny because it was so much that I had been through that I had even forgot. Just like, oh, right. wait, I forgot I even did that. You know what I mean? Right. I forgot I even had that hardship. You know, but then when you start bringing up, really going as far as back you can and really just walking forward through your life and look at everything that you've overcome, you know, we go back to what we were talking about earlier, when you don't feel like you don't, you you haven't had a story, but then when you really stop to think about it, you're like, oh, wait, I overcame that, oh, yeah. I overcame oh, yeah. that, I overcame that, you know what I mean? But sometimes we so-called in the moment, we get so yep. caught up in the moment and the <laughs> current hardship that we forget how much we've already overcame. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so I think I that that was something real valuable that I learned, you know, in that in that exercise, you know, especially right. as a speaker. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, you you can relate to more people than you think when you really think about all that you've been through and not just looking at, oh, well, this was one hardship that I know they can relate to. But like, no, mm-hmm. go back all the way back to the beginning. All the way all back. All your hardship. <laughs> just like, I have, a, I have a list in my phone, people. too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's, I, I think it's valuable. And even if you're not a speaker, I think it's valuable just for your own self-encouragement to really look back over your life and be like, oh, mm-hmm. you know what? I, I am strong. I am resilient because I made yeah. it through all these things, you know, and, and so successfully that I forgot I even had it. You know? <laughs> I forgot it even happened. You look, know what I mean? Right. I think, that's, you, I think that's good, man. But, you know, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier, right, is – it's easier when you have experiences to draw from. Mm-hmm. It, once you start writing those things down, and it's a great, it's a great exercise that you did. And, and I have the same list, right? Because I'm able to pull from different stories. Like that's what I right. do. I'll pull different stories. So I'm not kind of I have one big core story, but I can yep. pull from a lot of different other stories, right? To to deliver different principles. But if you write it down and you look back. When you hit the next roadblock, it's fresh in your mind. Or you can go back to the list. Mm-hmm. You can go back and say, you know what? I did come. This is nothing. I'm tripping. Right, right. Right? <laughs> this is nothing compared to that. All I got to man, I'm tripping. Right, let me get. <laughs> right? Let me get out of this real quick. You had that lion, that lion king moment. Be like, remember who you are. Right. You know what I mean? You have to talk to yourself. Right. You know, right. You, are, you done made it this far. Man, I forgot who I was. Yeah. Man, oh, 100, 100. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad I had you on, man. I, I want you to do me a favor, right? I want you to, 
I want you to have the last word, you know, so I want you to leave us with like a word of motiv motivation or, you know, inspiration, however you feel, you know, to, to express right. yourself and definitely leave us with your, um, your, um, social media handles and, and, and all those things where we can find, uh, follow you and, and keep up with you. So I'm, I'm going to give you a couple of seconds to, to think about that. Um, while you're thinking about that, um, what I was going to do is something I wanted to say. Um, oh, I know what it was to my listeners. I told you guys that I would tell you how you could win a hundred dollars from the podcast and you can win a hundred dollars from the podcast by entering our super subscriber contest. What that means is you must first subscribe to our YouTube page, uh, our Facebook page, and our podcast on Spotify. And after you've done those three things, text the word WIN, W-I-N, to the number 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730 to qualify to win $100. It's an ongoing contest. Uh, so, you know, it's ongoing and it's random which means that anytime you can win, you know, and you don't have to do nothing outside of, you know, subscribe to the to the podcast, which you're doing anyway. You like the podcast, you're listening, you're watching, you might as well subscribe, make sure you don't miss uh, any episodes and, you know, make sure you can catch it on the go by, by um, subscribing to our Spotify, you know, and our Facebook page. So just do that. And if you do that, you guys can win $100 from the podcast. It's, it's just that easy. Yep. So definitely wanted to, and also another thing that I want you guys to be looking out for, and I know I've talked about it before, but one of the things that I've been blessed to be a part of is uh, I'm a part of this organization called the Forgiveness Mission, and you can find them at forgivenessmission.com. And we offer free virtual workshops um, every quarter of the year talking about forgiveness. Uh, and so, you know, whenever you listen to this, either is one just passed or is one coming up, you know, and it's, it's free. It don't cost you anything. But I think it's uh, very, very valuable information. We talk about forgiveness of self, forgiveness of, of others, forgiveness of the world, you know, and even just what forgiveness is and who is it for. You know, I think it's a, definitely a, a conversation that needs to be had. Um, and so we're having it. So you guys just check in with uh, forgivenessmission.com. And you'll be able to um, sign up to be a part. And again, it's, it's free. It's virtual, you know, and we do them every quarter of the year. So we do four a year. Um, so, yeah, check, you guys check it out. And I think it will definitely be a help uh, to all of you who take out the time to 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 take part of that. You know, we definitely begin great uh, input, great <clears throat> responses from those who have been a part. And so, um, yeah, I think you guys should check it out. So, uh, besides that, uh, Mr. Bullock, yes, again, man, let me say thank you for, for being on and nah, I appreciate you for having with, me, your, with your presence. Um, yeah, so I'll let you have the last word. So, the floor is yours. Okay, well, well, look, the, the one thing that always that I, I really started out with, right? The one quote that I used to always say before I even before I put the resilience on my chest is that your problems are your circumstances, not your reality. We're gonna go. We're gonna go through things all the time. Life is going to always throw us a curveball. It doesn't matter what happens. It matter. What matters the most is how you respond to it, right? Just because I talk about resilience doesn't mean that I have it all put together, mm -hmm. right? Like I, I, there's days where I have good days and I have bad days, just like any other human. But I get to respond the way that I decide to respond, 
right? So full transparency before the accident, right? My son had my son was born. He was eight months old and I lost my job. Right. Shortly after that, I I got another job, got fired from that one after my accident. Right. Then I had that, like had the accident, went through a divorce, right? Was a bad dad, right? Came to that, came to that whole reality. We're going to have things that happen in our life. You need to respond in a positive way and understand that you are human, just like the next person, but your response to the problem is what's going to change your perspective. That's what's going to change the situation. Your problems are your circumstances. They are not your reality unless you choose for it to be that way. It's a solid choice. And like Ernest was saying earlier, make the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> give us your uh, uh your social media handles where we can find you and and follow you and for anybody that wants to uh definitely have you come to their school you know where can they find you to get in contact with you all right so if you want to find me on social media on instagram it is ab.motivates as you can see on the screen ab.motivates for instagram then on uh, facebook it's ab.motivates and if you want to email me it is aj bullock b-u-l-l-o-c-k dot motivates at gmail.com all right all right we can't end it no better than that to my listeners thank you guys once again for tuning in to the deal to heal with ejane's podcast where our mission is to help people to deal to heal and to fulfill to deal with your problems to heal from the pain and to fulfill your purpose until next time we will see you guys next week be blessed Hey guys, I know you're enjoying the podcast. However, don't forget to join our text line at 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730 in order to receive text messages with new events and things that is going on and new episodes as they release. All right, see you in a minute. Thanks for listening to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. Remember to listen, like, subscribe, and share. This episode has been brought to you by Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear an inspirational tea and be inspired all day. Let's go to dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. Remember, our mission is to help you to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem. Heal from the pain and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for listening.